Hello and welcome back to another episode of Discipleship.ca. My name is Steve and with me today is... Teresa. Thanks for joining us as we have another discussion with the hope, prayer, and goal of encouraging you in your daily walk of faith and journey towards Christ-likeness as we explore scripture, faith, and the Christian life, as well as talking about what Jesus is teaching us on our journeys of faith. Uh, Mm. So today we're going to talk about that time that uh, Jesus was napping in a boat and there was a storm and everybody kind of freaked out and they had to get him out and all that stuff. So first question, Mm. what is the worst storm you've ever been in? Me. Yeah. Where were you? What was it like? What was happening? I don't think I've been in terrible storms. Like, I mean, I love (laughs) storms. I've never been in one that has scared me. So then I'm... I must think it's not terrible. Or if I was, I was too young to notice the danger. <clears throat> in Africa, when I lived in Africa, we had some pretty wicked storms there. There was the humidity and then just the rain and yeah. the wind. But they were amazing. Yeah. I was, I don't, yeah, I don't think I've Nothing. ever been. Okay. How about you? Well, I was driving on my way to college through uh, south and then, well, Wisconsin, South Dakota, North Dakota. I was heading oh, yes. from Chicago up to what is called North Portal, just kind of on the North Dakota, Saskatchewan okay. border. And for about an hour and a half, I drove as fast as I possibly could while looking at tornadoes in the back. Oh, window. dear. Oh, no. Yeah. Actually, the worst storm I've been in has been a wintertime oh, yeah. snowstorm. Uh, that one. We were in that go. one together. Yeah. That was pretty bad. But yeah. I've never seen a tornado or anything. Weirdly enough. Same road. What? No. Yeah, yeah. This Same was before road. I knew you. Same road. The tornadoes was, but the after yeah. when we were driving, uh, it was a winter storm, and yeah, we were it was following crazy. a car from Texas <laughs> yeah, poor as guy. we were driving south to north Yeah. Uh, through basically the Green Bay, uh, oh, Wisconsin Green Bay. area. Such a good... Uh, it was a Saturday, and there were a bunch of people m- traveling from Texas to... Green Bay to watch a Cowboys Packers yeah. playoff football game, but there was a winter storm. It was brutal, and we were literally driving down the interstate while they were closing yeah. all the exits. That's so right. if we stopped or we went off the road, uh, like you know, like turned off and went into a town or whatever, we weren't going to be able to continue. So we just kept going. Yeah, and it was cold until the a car lot of in front of us. Snow. Sp- Spun out yeah. in the ditch, and three guys from Texas got out wearing shorts. I remember that. And I was like, you guys are going to die. So being the smart Canadian that I am, we piled them into our car, which we did not have room oh, for. Oh, man, them. we were sitting on knees. Like, it was and tight And then we drove to the next exit, got <laughs> out, and I tried to dump them off at the, I don't know, whatever store uh, it was at. And then they did, wouldn't did. let us go, and we ended up having to get a motel. Oh, that's right. And we stayed there with our... Buddy Tim, we were on our way back to college. We weren't married yet. It was uh, everybody was sure we were never going to get to go back to school ever again because we stayed at a motel, huh, ate and drank at a bar. Oh, it's like one a of those Green things. Bay Packers and Dallas Cowboys football game for I, I think know, you intended. I barely two remember days, that, and it was good. So good. It old, was just awkward. All of us crammed into one room, which would not be okay. Good old Tim. Who in you any did other not. circumstance. <laughs> yeah, good old Tim, who you did not know, but had no. grown up with nothing but sisters, so. Yeah. Yeah. Walking out of the bathroom in his uh, in his underwear on his way to bed was oh. not a big deal for him, but apparently it was shocking to me. Shocking <laughs> for you. So oh yes, all never the dull moment. Anyway, yeah, that was a good storm. So today we got this story about a storm. So why don't you read for us Mark chapter four, verses thirty-five to forty-one? We'll go the whole thing this time. 
On that day, when evening had come, he said to them, Let's go across to the other side. And leaving the crowd, they took him with them in the boat, just as he was, and other boats were with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves were breaking into the boat, so that the boat was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on the cushion. And they woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? And he woke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said to them, Why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great fear and said to one another, Who is this then, that even the wind and the sea obey him? I love that, hey? They've been with him this whole time. (laughs) Who is this guy? Yeah, what is going on? What the heck? What's happening? So one of the first things that we notice in those first three verses, right, 35, 36, and 37, um, they're like, we got to go to the other side. They've got to get away from the crowd. They've got some boats that go out in the Sea of, sea of Galilee, which is notorious for bad weather coming in off right. of the Mediterranean yes. into the Sea of Galilee. And it gets uh, it gets big waves and that kind of stuff, even though it's a lake. Uh, it's a big, big lake, but it's, it's inland. It gets like ocean lake uh, um, conditions, right? Yeah. And the thing that we kind of realize, there's some parallels here, but... This storm came up suddenly. Um, it, it's the same thing that happens in our lives when we're having difficulties and things going on. Stuff can happen quickly. Yep. Uh, the second thing is they can threaten, you know, this storm showed up. The waves were big. The boat wasn't able to handle it. Water was splashing in. It was overwhelming and getting close to sinking. Difficulties can do that same thing in our lives, right? Yeah, absolutely. We have these moments where... Stuff just happens, and it can totally derail everything that's going on. And then the third thing, right? They were out in this boat, and in the midst of it all, they started to look at the storm, and they forgot who they were with. Right. Which, I mean, how often? And so often we do that same thing, right? Yeah. We're in the midst of a storm. And we forget who we're with. Yeah. And yeah. and Jesus is there. He's just chilling. He knows how this is all going to end up. He knows the way that this is going to go. So the fact that he's sleeping in the stern makes me think that they weren't in danger of sinking. Right. Well, may have felt like it. Yes. But they weren't in danger because he was. You know. He knew what was going to happen. He knew, right? and he was there. And- yeah. So so we get this reality that sometimes as we, we go through life, and this is one of these moments where it's kind of a heart check and a gut check for the disciples, you, you have this reality that storms come up suddenly, difficulties threaten to, to overtake us and sink our, our, our lives, our plans, whatever it is, um, and sometimes we can forget to look around and remember who we're traveling with. And that's some of the things that we kind of kind of hold in the back of our mind as we go through these, uh, these next couple little little chunks of it. So can you read verse 38 again? I sure can. But he was in the stern, asleep on the cushion, and they woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Yeah. It's like, hello. Yeah. (laughs) We're dying here. You're just sleeping. And and this is us right here. Yes. Right? He's in the stern, asleep on the cushion, like the cushion is... Everybody knows there's a cushion in the stern of the boats in the, on the sea. The Alley. cushion, I guess, yeah. The cushion. The cushion. Um, he's asleep. The stern, for those of you who aren't boat people, the stern is the back. Mm-hmm. It's like if you have a pointy front at the the bow, the front that 
of the boat that goes up through the water, cuts through. Yeah. That's called the bow. And the flat part, when it's kind of, you know, comes back and there's a flat bit at the back, that's called the stern. Um, so, Thank you. Yeah. Just Boatman make Steve. sure, you know, you don't, yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea. Some Boat people, stuff? No, I have not. Left, exactly. right, front, back, that's kind of what I understand. Left is port. Port. And. Do you know how you remember that? No. Two four-letter words. Left, port. And right is starboard, or is that? There you go. See, I have heard these words. Yeah, left is port. I haven't spent a lot of time on boats, though, so. That's. That's my problem. So sad. So uh, sad. Anyway, <laughs> so Jesus is chilling in the back of the boat. He's sleeping on the cushion, and they wake him up, and they say the same thing that we say all the time. Don't you care mm-hmm. what's happening to me? Yeah. If God loved me, wouldn't he take right? care of me? Yeah. Like, why don't you care? And this kind of is mm-hmm. that moment in this in this passage, this story, that the heart of the disciples is revealed, and it should be like a little bit of a, a heart check for us when we realize, yeah. like, this is the same thing we yell all the time. We get our, we get into situations, yep. and those first things happen. We get into situations; they come up on us suddenly. They threaten to derail all of the plans or the things or wreck our lives or whatever it might be. And that allows us to proceed. And we forget who we're traveling with. Yeah. And then we just say, "Don't you care, mm. God? How could you let me go through this? How yeah. could you possibly let this happen? How could you do this?" Yeah. And uh, it's so wrong for us to do that, oh, right? No. It's so wrong for us to have that self-preservation, selfishness I know. rear its ugly head yeah. so quickly, but it's the easiest thing for us to do. One well, is where we go first. Oh, yeah. Cause, right? Because we're horrible, horrible people. It's where <laughs> it's, that's just our natural That's just instinct. me, though. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. <laughs> I don't know. Um, can you read 30, 39 to 41 again? Yes. And he awoke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, peace, be still. I wonder how he said it. I think he well, was... says he said it. Didn't say he doesn't yell it doesn't scream that's it. true i was gonna say like with authority i'm assuming well yeah two exclamation marks there in the english would, he's just would excited say, yeah he's firm <laughs> he's right firm. and the wind ceased and there was a great calm he said to them why are you so afraid have you still no faith and they were filled with great fear and said to one another who then is this that even the wind and the sea obey him <laughs> they're like Oh, they're not even like chagrined or yeah. whatever that word is, right? That, that, that oh, he rebuked us. No, they're like, who the heck is this guy? Like, what the <laughs> yeah. heck? <laughs> yeah. So Jesus gets up and literally criticizes the wind for doing what it's doing. Stop. And it doing what you stops. Do. Right. It's like, it's like when you're a parent and you look at that child <laughs> yes. and you make eye contact with him and you just say, stop it. Uh-huh. Like when you're out at somebody's house and they're being really bad. Or you're on the phone. Or you're on the phone, or you're at a restaurant, or you're generally just, just doing, in general. doing life in general. With people and around. Yes, we have three children, and they are all, uh, you know, out of uh, high school. Uh, two of them are in post-secondary education. Two of them are engaged to be married. <laughs> two of the three. So we're at that uh, stage where they're very much on the other end of life, so we can joke about these things. Yes. But, uh, We've walked this through mo- it already. Yeah, there's this moment where you realize... Uh, Jesus gets up and he's just like, peace, be <laughs> still. Calm. Like, you wrecked my nap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not fun to be woken up by a nap. No, and he Especially probably, like, sleeping in a boat is cool. The is waves it? I find it the, might the be a little nauseating. kind of, the, the rolling waves. And I mean, I guess. I get sick on boats, though. Yeah, no, apparently Jesus did not. He could sleep in a storm. So Lucky he guy. wakes up, rebukes the sea, <laughs> yeah. winds cease, and calm. And I'm I'm assuming like it's instantaneous. I know, me too. Always, that's how right? I picture so, it. So, so you realize that it's very obviously him that's doing it right away. 
Remember those three things, that the storms come up quickly? Yep. Jesus ends it quickly. And and the difficulties that threaten to swamp our boats are gone immediately. Mm. When we remember who we're traveling when. with. When we, yeah, when we call to him. Right, at first not, they like... didn't remember. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they were under all this threat and stress and strain. And as soon as they remembered, they woke up. all of the issues are gone. Yeah. And, and, but then what goes on is the next couple of verses is Jesus is working with the disciples hard. He says, mm. why are you afraid? Have you no faith? Still. Have you still <laughs> yeah, no faith? Yeah, have you still no faith? You're right. Good, good catch on the one <laughs> I word. Just, I, words, I just love it. Like still? Really, guys? Yeah. Like, How many miracles have you seen me do? We're four chapters into the book, dudes. <laughs> <laughs> like he's done a ton at this point. And they still are like, actually, my favorite is just like, they don't even care that he rebuked them. They're just like, oh, who is he? Who is he? What the heck? Yeah, because they still have no faith. <laughs> they still have so no Jesus faith. So Jesus looks at them right away, and he's like, why are you afraid? Like, you have, yeah. like, did, do you not, have you not figured out yeah. that I got this? Yeah. Like, the, we're, like, you're at the safest place you can be is when you're traveling with me. Yeah. There's a process. I mean, there's going to be... Uh, there's going to be a moment where this is going to, you know, Jesus is going to have a very difficult, rough night when he gets to the end and is, is, uh, um, you know, going to the cross and they're going to have that, that night's going to be tough. Yeah. Yeah. But this one is not right. So having no <laughs> faith and there's no answer. There's no answer from the no, disciples No, they don't all. say anything other than. Other than <laughs> they're freaked out that the guy who was sleeping in the back of the boat and just saved their lives from what they understand. Yeah. Has power over the wind and the sea. Yeah. And they're like, who is this? And we realize in this moment, there's this fear that they have of Jesus. Right. But up and he's always had that power. They just hadn't seen it displayed yet. Mm -hmm. And the fear that they have is, is, is not tempered with the reality that he's harnessing that fear all or that strength all the time. Right. And giving us his love, mm-hmm. grace and mercy, yeah. peace, yeah. rather than that power that yeah. he has, right? Like yeah. He's not pouring that power out to get things done. Right, He's right. doing things a very different a way, different but way. yet he still has that power. And right. so the encouragement in all of this, right, is, is for us to remember that in the midst of our struggles... Um, mm. we're called to walk through them a very different way. Right. Um, so to help kind of understand this, let's look at Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. All right. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Yeah, so you get this verse, and to be anxious is to uh, have like this brooding kind of fear mm-hmm. about what's going to happen. Horrible thing, yeah. Right? Um, anxiousness is something that, uh, you know, without giving away a whole lot of secrets about our family, it's something that uh, it's it's a it's a personal journey, right? For for some folks in in our family, where right. anxiousness is something that is fought every day. Yeah, it's a it's a regular, it's a regular thing that we have to uh, battle with, put to death, yeah, overcome, right? right? And it's this brooding fear, it's this lingering thing that just kind of hangs over our minds. Mm-hmm. And here, the Apostle Paul says, we put that to death 
mm-hmm. by prayer. Yep. By praying with thanksgiving and supplication, yep. which means we thank God for what he's done and we ask him to deliver us, right? So thank you for keeping us safe and then thank you for delivering us out of this. Absolutely. Right? And, and that leads, should lead us to um, a peace that comes from trusting that God will protect our heart and our mind from that worry. Yeah. Right? And so the disciples were in the midst of that storm mm-hmm. and they had the fear and they had no way of knowing how they were going to get out of it, but they, they didn't have any faith as Jesus gets right. up and says, why don't you, you still have no faith? That the faith hadn't been built yet in them that Jesus mm. was actually going to deliver them. Right. There's going to be difficult things. There's going to be storms. Yes. There's going to be boats that take on water in our lives. Yes. But the one that we travel with is going to keep us safe. Yes. And we actually can say the same things that the disciples said to Jesus is, can you get up and help me? Right. Can you help me? And he can do the same thing that he did to the wind and the, and the water in our lives. And that is whatever storm it is, he can actually say enough. Right. We're done. Yeah. And it will calm. But he might not. Right. But he is there. But he is there. Yeah. He's still with us. Yeah. And we need to remember that, right? That's right. Um, if we go over to Hebrews chapter 4, verses 14, 15, and 16. Since then, we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold fast to our confession, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weakness, but one who is in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. Mm -hmm. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. So the trials and the tribulations of this world that we go through Hmm. are actually related to the temptations that we face, right? Right. And, and that passage tells us, Jesus, and in, in having just preached through Hebrews not that long ago in our church, right? We know that Christ has ascended into heaven, said he goes to prepare a place for us. We know that he's gone to the mercy seat. He's seated at the right hand of God the Father, interceding on our behalf. Yep. He is the one that we lift our prayers up to, and he is praying for our for us until the moment that the God the Father says, go get him. Right. And then he will return and gather us up, bring us home. But in that meantime, he is interceding on our behalf. And here the passage in Hebrews tells us he knows what you're going through. Yeah. Because just like us, he was tempted in every way. So he had trials and tribulations, and he had temptations. He had temptations to forget that he was going to be delivered by God. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And so like the disciples, he had the opportunity to go into storms, but unlike the disciples, he didn't lose faith or lose hope. Right. He kept his mind and eyes on. So because we have that high priest in Jesus who sits at the mercy seat, when we come into difficulties in our lives, we're called to go back to him in prayer. Right. With a faith and a trust that he will deliver us. Yeah. Now that doesn't mean he ends the storm. That is very true. Sometimes the storm is allowed to blow and and go and wreck things, right? So, um, you know, we talked about storms before. Uh, I outran the tornadoes and it was no big deal, but it was to some people behind me. Right. right? And to people who lost their homes and, right, who couldn't Um, outrun it. Yeah. That that snowstorm 
Oh um, yeah, that was brutal. I, you know, as a as a lifelong Green Bay Packers fan, <laughs> it was super cool to be snow stranded in yeah, Wisconsin and watch a uh, NFL playoff football game for the Packers who beat the yeah. Cowboys that in a full bar of people who were like so invested, so <laughs> invested, also I, stranded, like, <laughs> also stranded. Yeah. We were all stuck there, and no, we weren't drinking or anything. It was just it was the only place that was open That's that we right. could get food, and. Uh, both of those were hard experiences with all sorts of choices and decisions to be made to get through them. Um, but it all ended up okay. Yeah, it and did. And we made it to school those, on time. Yeah, and all of those steps that you take as you go through is is part of that growing learning experience where things work their way out for us. Yeah. And um, the disciples, yeah, they they lost hope. They lost faith. Right. And they freaked out. And they said, how could you not care that we were going to die <laughs> yeah. forgetting that he was in the boat with them, hmm. right? And, and that's my encouragement to you today is to remember that Jesus is actually in the boat with you. I don't know what you're wrestling with. I don't know what you're struggling with. I don't know what the trials and temptations hmm. and struggles of your life today are or the last few weeks or months, maybe even years. I don't know what right. tomorrow was going to bring. Hmm. But I know that Jesus is in the boat. Don't forget who you travel with. Hmm. Storms will come suddenly. They'll threaten to swamp the boat just like the disciples had. But when we have Christ with us, those things can go away just as quickly. They can be tamed with a simple word from his mouth. And as we worry and struggle and stress about it, just remember to continue to go to the one that you travel with in prayer. Hmm. Turn to him pray with prayers of thanksgiving and supplication as possible tells us to yeah and then experience his overwhelming peace amen well guys thanks for joining us for our conversation today if you've enjoyed the podcast you can always subscribe leave a like or comment on our social streams or even tell others about us we appreciate any help in getting connected to people who are interested as always you can find us online at discipleship.ca and on facebook and instagram have a great day and i hope you can join us next time till next time